One's a movie buff. One watches movies just enough. Together, fun will be had by all. This is Nadine Cadian at the Movies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Nadine and Katie at the Movies. I'm your host, Nathan, a.k.a. Nadie, of course. And with me this time is my good friend, Katie. And we also have a special guest. Katie, can you introduce our special guest? Oh, I can. I can't. It's my sweet and loving, wonderful, amazing husband, Scotty. Okay, enough of that. So today we're talking about <laughs> Today we're talking about Blue Beetle, the new DCU movie based on a DCU character, and it's part of the rebooted DCU. That's right, Blue Beetle. It stars a bunch of people. Before I talk about that, I'm going to let Scott give us our synopsis, since he literally only watched the trailer while apparently driving, which I don't suggest doing. Well, you know, he, he was mostly listening to it. But yeah, Scott, I'm curious if you... So there's a bug that's kind of like Venom. It jumps on a kid, and then he becomes a superhero. And he does stuff, and people want this proprietary technology to utilize it for military stuff. And then those are the people that end up coming after him. And he learns how to use his powers, fights those guys... And wins. <laughs> Whoa, Scott! No spoilers. <laughs> that, that that was a pretty good that was a pretty good synopsis. It sounds almost like an alien relic chooses Jaime Reyes to be its symbiotic host, bestowing the teenager with a suit of armor that's capable of extraordinary and unpredictable powers, forever changing his destiny as he becomes the superhero Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle stars. I don't even know how to say this guy's name, and I don't want to butcher it. Is it Zylo? Xylo Mandarin? I don't even know. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's written X O. I think it's Yolo. Oh my god. Yellow Meridune. The guy from Cobra Kai. Also, Bruna Marquezine. I'm so oh my gosh. And Susan Sarandon. <laughs> also, George Lopez and a couple of other people are in this movie. So, Katie, what did you think of Blue Beetle? I will say there was a large Latina population in this movie. So I'm laughing. Maybe that's why some of the names were harder for you to pronounce. You could pronounce the, the white lady's name. <laughs> that being said, I really appreciated. There was a very, very, it was a very Black Panther vibes in terms of like really doing a great job of displaying the Latinx or Hispanic populations like culture, not every Hispanic population, but more specifically the Cuban experience. Even as a as a non-Hispanic person myself, like I picked up on a lot of the inside joke or like a lot of the jokes, a lot of the references. So that was really cool. But overall, the movie was just like nothing stood out to me. Maybe it would be good for someone if they'd never seen a superhero movie before. It was very a generic superhero movie, 100%. I will say it did give me shazam 2 vibes and i say that because i am probably one of the few people that enjoyed shazam 2 because it made me feel like i was actually watching a comic book movie and that's what blue beetle did as well so i'm gonna get right to my likes one of my likes is like i said 
it felt like a comic book movie. There was there was comedy. There was a little bit of drama. I mean, some heavy drama. And we'll get into that. And it was just it was a fun time. I had fun with it. But like Katie said, it's nothing new. It's not like groundbreaking. And I guess it's a cool way to start the DCU, but it's not doing well in the box office already. And I think it's because one, people are just sick of DC movies and two, Zack Snyder cult followers are boycotting it and telling other people not to go see it. And that's why I feel like this movie isn't doing well. But another thing I liked was I liked the action. I thought the fight scenes were really cool. I thought Blue Beetle's suit was kind of BA. It was it was cool to see him fight the bad guy who kind of turns into a good guy. Yeah, that was kind of lame. I thought he was a fun character. Katie, what did you think of the fight scenes in this movie? They were okay, but again, it wasn't something new. Like I felt like I was just watching Iron Man do stuff because you're watching a person. Yes, there's a scarab, so it's not like invented technology, but he's just doing things Iron Man. Like it's the same thing. There's a woman, like a voice in his head that he's like talking with, and the, he can basically do anything, and he has any tool at his disposal that can do really big things, and he can fly, and it's all just because of the suit. And as soon as the suit's off, he can't do anything. Like it's just. So I just felt like I was watching Iron Man scene, fighting scenes. Nothing really stood out to me. And to go off of what you're saying about this being the first big new DC universe, you're right. Like, you have to come out just with a bang. I mean, you have got to come out with something that feels entirely different from anything we've seen in Marvel or DC if you're going to try and you're sell it. And this was the complete opposite. It was a culmination of everything we already have seen. So... That's not a great start. I, it does not convince me that this is going to be a new era for them. I think going back to what you said about it being like Iron Man, they're starting the DCU exactly the same way they started the MCU with literally Iron Man. But going to another like about this movie, we, we bashed the Flash about CGI being horrendous because it was. I think with this movie, the CGI was a hundred times better than what they did with the flash. I don't know how much time the visual effects people had to get the, the job done for this movie, but I didn't see really any visual effect flaws in the movie, especially with the suit and the, the transformation that he goes through. And let's just talk about that real quick. How freaking gruesome was that when you first transformed in the blue beetle i was like this is borderline seriously creepy like george lopez even jokes about him being possessed but that's kind of what it looked like he was becoming he looked hey, like he was i, I loved that though i appreciated that and i really liked that there was lighthearted. i felt i feel like you had to do this like really disturbing thing happening and there's this almost like bump bumpy fun music in the background my only critique with all that was and maybe it was the acting maybe it was script writing but the family is like way too chill about it all. Like they don't seem as panicked as they should be. It just felt very like, Oh yeah, like that happened, whatever, moving on. And maybe again, it's like if there was a lot of the TV show, you'd have longer to like parse things out. But like some of that stuff seemed way too rushed that we're just like accepting that he's now a super robot. Like I felt like we moved on from that way too quick. 
Well, and I think in the comics, uh, from what the research I did before I watched this, because that's what I try to do now. I try to do my research before I watch movies. In the comics, his dad was kind of like that. His dad kind of was accepting of it pretty quickly. His mom in the comics was very much like, this is creepy. I need to get out of here. Give me some space to think about this. I didn't really see a problem with them being okay with it pretty quick. I thought they showed the holy crap moment when he first transformed and you didn't want it to go for too long because, you know, like you said, you had to fit all this stuff in a short amount of time, which is probably, this is probably one of the shortest DC movies that they've had in a while, which I appreciated because I'm kind of tired of the two hour and 30 something minute movies that aren't really necessary. But I will say the highlight of this movie, and a lot of people have been talking about that, is the family dynamic. And I thought everyone in the family, acting-wise, did a really good job. I think George Lopez stole every scene he was in. I thought he was hilarious in this movie. And I I thought it was really fun. Katie, what did you think about the family dynamic that they chose to go with? Maybe unpopular opinion here. I really appreciated what they were doing. And I think that was a good choice. I don't feel like it was executed as well. Some of it just felt too forced. It it felt like it was trying to push an agenda a little bit on that too much. It, I guess maybe heavy handed might be the right word. It just was a little over the top in some of those moments. And it almost took away from it being more natural. And like to be, to go back to you with Shazam too. I mean, that was also a big thing for Shazam too was family, family, family. Um, but I don't rem- recall being as, annoyed or thinking it was awkward in that one that being said i really do appreciate the focus on family there was a lot of help from the family in defeating the bad guy which is cool the grandma has a big scene where she's i think it's hilarious they're they insinuate that she was like helped fight the revolutionary in cuba so she's got this like military background they didn't know about which is hilarious concept yeah eh, i actually didn't think the acting was fantastic in that way well, okay, then going off of that, let's go to our dislikes. I will agree that sometimes the acting was kind of lopsided. And what I mean by that is there are moments that some of the people in this movie did a really good job with their with their acting and the way they delivered their lines. But then there's other times that these same people, like they just came off as really cheesy or stale or whatever. And one example is the actor who plays Jaime at the beginning of the movie, when he was delivered his lines, it would be like, we got to do this now. And I, I got to help the family. And it's just the way he delivered his lines. It kind of reminded me of how people say Mark Wahlberg acts majority of the time. Just the way he ends his sentences, it kind of came off as really annoying. But as the movie went on, he kind of dropped that. So I kind of got used to it. And then the actress who plays the love interest in this movie, her acting was kind of off and on good and bad. Uh, yeah, same with the sister. I wasn't super impressed with the sister. Yeah, and so I, I think that was probably one of my biggest dislikes is it kind of took me out of the movie at times. And then when their acting got better, I was like, okay, I can invest again. And it, But it kept it was like a back and forth tug of war of, do I care about these characters or do I not because of their acting? But again, I think George Lopez, out of all of them, portrayed a character that, yes, was sometimes over the top, but I think he did the best acting in the movie because I liked his character the most. 
Mm-hmm. I even liked, I thought the dad did well. Like if I had to say anyone in the family, that I thought that, again, it's not a ton of lines, but I liked how he delivered his lines. I was sad when he, <clears throat> spoiler, he doesn't make it. But I actually cared about that. But I wasn't convinced that anyone in the family was that sad. Like there's some scenes where they're like crying, but I just didn't feel that. You didn't see the gut wrenching that you want to. Um, I, I don't have a ton of great things to say about it again, because I felt like a lot of it was hodge, like podge. Um, and I didn't love the acting. One thing else that I didn't love is probably just a silly one in terms of this is fiction. Sometimes things that didn't make sense, like George Lopez's character is this kind of conspiracy theorist slash inventor slash also a pilot. And he just figures out how to drive a bug scarab spaceship and no one else is helping him drive it no one's helping him do it like he just knows where all the buttons are he knows what actions it can and can't do which also doesn't make sense when you've got the daughter of the guy that invented it sitting in the like i would have thought she would help she's virtually useless even though this is all her dad's tech that just felt super unrealistic to me there were some some portions of that that made no sense well, you're right. I mean, you shouldn't overthink it. It's just a comic book movie. Right, um, right. But one of, one of my final dislikes is the character that Susan Sarandon plays. <laughs> I, the, the I, bad, I mean, yeah, who's your bad guy? Her more so than the, you've got, she's the main bad guy, then she's got her henchman. Come to find out her henchman's being used by her. And so he's like the victim because even though he is trying to kill people and he does kill people, but he's still the victim because you get a flashback of, you know, that's that's how he was raised, which I kind of like that they did because it shows that, you know, everyone has a story. Everyone has a reason and we don't know the reason. But also at the same time, it was hard for me to feel bad for him because he literally just killed someone in front of which which, by the way, usually you'd be like, oh, man, that guy just died. But the guy, the scientist who helps the Blue Beetle get out. I couldn't help but kind of laugh when it happened because because he's like, I'll be okay. And then he just it, it, blood explodes on the door. I'm like, well, no, you won't be okay because you're dead. Because so. now you're dead. Yeah. Mm, gosh, I hate to be ripping on this movie. Um, probably my last dislike. Again, it wasn't like the worst movie I've ever seen, but I have no recommendations necessarily to see it. I don't want to see it again. But another other dislike was paired with a like i love that the culture was brought in like i said and this is the first time we've seen a mexican-american actor or someone that's getting to play a superhero and i think that's really important it's kind of surprising with the population we have in america of hispanic people (laughs) to have this be the first um but there was a few like political things that i felt like were too on the nose too heavy-handed stuff about like the border and being illegal and immigration and stuff. Again, I I think maybe some would argue that you have to incorporate that if you're truly integrating culture, then that's a fair thing to, to bring up. For me, as a, just a movie goer, it takes me out of the movie. Like I'm a, now, I'm not thinking about the movie. I'm just reflecting on what's happening in the world, and it's not changing my mind. It's not like making me reflect on it in a positive way. It's just like oh, roll, oh, eye roll. The only reason I want this movie to do well is, number one, I actually did enjoy it. I thought it was a fun movie. But more importantly, I actually want this new DCU to do well 
because if this movie bombs in the box office, which it looks like it, it probably will, it, it might even do worse than the flash, which is mind boggling. Cause I think this movie at least is better than the flash, but if this movie bombs, it's not looking good for the future of the DCU. And I'm actually excited about the new Superman movie. I know a lot of people like Henry Cavill. I like them, but rewatching Man of Steel, he wasn't that good. And so I'm interested to see. Well, hold on, those are fighting words. I think I think Scott's a Henry Cavill fan. Again, this is after me rewatching. When I first watched, it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's Superman!" Because I love Superman, and and I do believe that he has the look of Superman. But I thought his acting was very stale and stiff, and. Superman is supposed to be uplifting and I understand what Zack Snyder was doing with the dark, you know, tone of it. I, I kind of understand, but it's Superman. You, you can't, you can't mess up Superman and you can't make Superman a doom and gloom character because yeah, he's, he's supposed, supposed to, to be stand the for America. truth, justice, and that other stuff, which is what they say nowadays because they don't want him to stand for American way, but right. I'm going on a tyrant. I'm sorry. But I want this movie to do well because, again, I want the new DCU to go somewhere and it looks like it's already not going anywhere. I'm, I'm with you. And, I mean, we can get right into ratings, but I will say I agree. Although I didn't really like the movie that much, I, I do really want it to succeed because I like where their heart was at. I, I appreciated the culture. I appreciated the genuineness of that main character. I thought he did a pretty good job of I like the heartfelt moments. And, yeah. I do want to see a new future that would be enjoyable to watch with superhero movies. Or maybe we're all just superhero down. I don't know. So if you rated this at a six. I would actually give this a 4.5 because I did enjoy it. I thought it was fun. I thought George Lopez was hilarious. I thought the action was was good, even though, like you said, it wasn't anything new. I would still give it a 4.5 because, yeah, I want the DCU to continue. And I actually enjoyed the film. I'm going to give it a 3.5. I was thinking about a 3, but when you bring up the fact of the visual effects, they really truly were incredible. It felt on par, or if if not much greater than the stuff I love from the Marvel Universe. So for that, 3.5. Scott, based on the trailer. I think it's a a strong 4. Yeah. How about instead of a rating, based on what you've heard, would would you go see this movie? I like Hispanic culture. I like superhero movies. I'm pretty. I'm pretty low maintenance. I'm not, okay, I'm not Mike Pence. Would you answer the question, sir? <laughs> <laughs> and try not to pause every five seconds. So, and I'm probably going to edit all this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go four. four. And that, my friends, is Blue Beetle. That's right, Blue Beetle. And so we end August with Blue Beetle, and we begin September with a movie based on a video game, but also based on a true story. Gran Turismo. That's right, Gran Turismo, based on the hit PlayStation video game, but also based on a true story of a nerdy gamer who ends up being a race car driver. Are you excited? Sure. I'm just kidding. I am excited. I think it's a nice break from the topics that we've seen in movies lately. I'm ready for a non-superhero, non-remake of another movie. So I'm excited. I'm excited for a video game. 
It's an obnoxious video game? Yeah. The things they dock you for points-wise is unbelievable. So, Katie, how would you like to end this <laughs> Blue Beetle episode? Batman is a fascist. I love you guys. Thanks for listening to Nady and Katie at the Movies. Feel free to leave us a review so people can find the show. Follow us on all our social media platforms. And if there's a movie that you want us to watch, feel free to contact us at nadyandkatie at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.